Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. What's going on, everyone? This is Zero Gravity, and uh, we're going to the store. Y'all want anything? Y'all hungry? No? All right, I'll see you later then. Just kidding. Thanks for listening to Blurdy Massacre Podcast. My name is Zero Gravity. I'm Brother Ghoulish. And I'm Sheree the Slayer. And uh, I got the munchies. But before all that, what's popping? What's going down in the horror community right now? Who's going to start? Because whoever put this Rihanna thing on here, I'm all about oh! it. I'm all about it. Let's talk. Okay. So at the at the time of our recording this episode, last night was the Super Bowl. Okay. I went to my homie's apartment uh, for Rihanna Day, naturally, because I don't do meat sports. But um, I have spent the last, I want to say, three or four days speculating what Rihanna is going to start with and what she's going to end with for her Super Bowl halftime performance. And it got me thinking, like, Rihanna is not for the children. Okay? Like, she is not for the children. So there's a total of maybe, like, five songs (laughs) that the Super Bowl will allow her to sing. They try to have my money. Bitch better have my money, suck my cockiness, lick my persuasion. <laughs> Sex with me is so amazing. <laughs> like, <laughs> our options are very limited. Okay. And I know, but I know a lot of us want to hear like old Rihanna and like Disturbia as the hard kids that we were back in the day. That was the everything. Y'all remember that music video? Oh, yeah. Bum, bum, beat bum. Whenever it starts, I'm just like, oh, no. <laughs> yes and then the music video she's like having she's like getting possessed and like you know crazy moves it was great it was a moment it was a time and that song was like all over the radio and she did not sing it yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm sorry i'm um, so disappointed what was the point of the super bowl when i go to disturbia disturbia <laughs> was it literally i didn't because we it's i mean i think we all mutually agree about rihanna so it never had to come up but that was a huge moment for me, Disturbia. Like, I yeah. I, I needed to see that done again. Especially with her announcing... Well, you know, maybe that's why, you know, she announced that she's, you know, pregnant again. Which, I, I just want to let y'all know, if y'all didn't put it together, we ain't getting another album. It ain't happening. That, that was no, my, yeah, that was no. my side. I was like, oh, mama don't care no more. Never. I... <laughs> 
you know what? I'm gonna just say less because that needs to be a whole other episode about um, some of our faves and how they could do better than the people they're with. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna just leave it. Spicy. Agree. Okay. Agree. Agree. Oh, but I will say this: I was mad at everybody leading up to the event. I know y'all saw it on social media where they were saying if she sings that song from Black Panther, they're getting up and walking out. I'm like, y'all are rude. <laughs> y'all, y'all want an album, but every time y'all do stuff like this. You are hurting our chances of getting one. I just want to let you know. Wait, I don't understand. Why would they get up and leave if she sang they that song from Black Panther? Do not live for that song. I mean, not everybody, obviously, but enough people where it was a thing. Like people were like stitching them, uh, getting up and walking out if the song comes up. Like, girl, I, all right, I, that's too much. Yeah, I agree. I've heard it. It's not the Rihanna I'm trying to like go to the club for, but like also, it's it's for Black Panther. I don't know what they thought. Like. What was it gonna be like, bitch? But I have my money in Wakanda. Like I just, it, it was uh, like, oh. bitch. But I have my vibranium. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> can, that that be, can that be an episode? There's something that, wrong with me. That I can dance to. I can throw it for that. Like <laughs> my vibranium. Like yes. Um, mm. I, it was an emotional movie. Like it was very emotional. Um, and I'm gonna leave that there because I. That's another whole episode as well. Everything I say is an episode now. I just, I'm gonna stop talking. But like, <laughs> she was not gonna give us a bop to dance to and like jiggle it to while we're talking about how we just lost Chadwick for two hours and change. Like it was, yeah. Yeah. It, it was at the moment. Like, <laughs> how are we gonna yeah. end that? Sex with me? Like, <laughs> <laughs> so amazing. <laughs> right, Mama Fan, Mama Sa, Mama Goose. I like that song. Like we gonna do that one. I have a funny thing about that song, though. Like, Emilio got mad at me because I kept doing hand signs for it. He's like, why are you throwing gang signs for s and Like, it's like, I'm dead. We'd be in the club. And, and he's like, I wish you would stop doing that. Like, I really just need you I need to just, stop, just shake your ass. Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, my God. Did y'all see the vinyl collection that they're re-releasing um, for Rihanna, too? It's, um, it's only $300, but it's all of her albums as vinyls and they look good you said only doing the dollars like we are yeah you lost me there she said like, it's only as like, if we don't all do you not know the albums this woman has that is not bad come on three hundred dollars i could i could drink a lot for three dollars i could eat a lot for three dollars like for context i just splurged and ordered a ps4 with the last of us and it was Ooh. like 380 just for context and that was me bullying myself to be like you deserve joy bitch you deserve joy you can do it and I'm like no nah, i like food and it's like shut up bitch you got food I'm like okay shut up, right. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i didn't know you were getting last of us um tell me how that yeah, is because mill played up, it he bitch. loved it too like he played both games so i'm telling you right now just buckle up I- buckle up it can't hurt me harder than this fucking show because this show makes me cry every week. And I'm like, Pedro, Pedro, Zaddy, we need to talk. We need to talk. <laughs> no lies detected. Listen. All right. So for the next piece, for everyone who's been waiting, I don't know if it's been that many people, but we'll get to that in a second, I guess. Ooh. Hmm. Skin of a Rink is officially available on Shutter. What are y'all thoughts? Um, I'll say mine last. I, I finally hit play on it because we were going to cover it for Fear Street and 25 minutes in, I hit stop because I realized I could stare at my own ceiling and save the electricity. And oh, <laughs> I, I text Trent immediately to be like, we're not covering that. Let's move the other movie up. Oh, <laughs> good day. Wow. <laughs> damn. Damn. Well, 
Is there, you want to say yours first, or I, I won't cheat. I'll, I'll go next if you want. So, no, I got it. <laughs> I I went to the theater to see this movie on my birthday. Oh. Um, so as you know, like a fun little thing to do with my girlfriends, you know? Go see an indie movie on the big screen in the city. Um, why was that movie so painful? Like, dead ass. It was painful. And I, I'm not mad at it. I'm not. I think it's a very. <laughs> I am. Me and Kyle fighting. Go on, <laughs> I'm not mad at it. I I think that it's a cool project, you know. Um, I also think it should have been a short film. And I also think that it was never made to be on a big screen. And that was just like a promotional thing, right? Because I think the story is like it went crazy online. People were like, oh my God, this is so scary. Everybody's pirating it now, which honestly sucks and was a moment for the online film nerd community to support filmmakers and stuff. But yeah, so they put it in the theater as like a promotional thing. So I'm like, ooh, let's go see it. This movie should never be seen on a screen, like on a big screen in the theater. Absolutely not. First of all, the whole movie is shot with baby cam. So it's like the grain is like very intense and it's got this white noise that's also really intense. And I, I know that it could really work. Like if you're like, you know, on the couch with your laptop or like in your bed with your laptop and it's dark and you're like kind of under the covers, like that kind of vibe. But on this huge screen... My eyes were hurting literally 20 minutes in. I was like, this, why is this hurt? It's <laughs> it's painful to watch, honestly. So those are my complaints. I'm not mad at it because you know the budget was like 15, like 15,000. Like that's it. Wow. 15,000 like, for this shit? They I'm cashed sorry. in. They cashed no. in because they they got some bread off of this. What did they do? Yeah. With the, uh, what did they do with the rest of the money? Because this was a twenty dollars movie. So where did the money go? Oh my God, Sheree! Now you're being mean. <laughs> you're being mean now. This is impressive <laughs> for that budget because that's enough to just like barely pay everyone, and that's it. That's and less I, than what um the budget was for Paranormal Activity, which was I think twenty seven thousand. Yeah. Way. Hold on. Let's let's Google it because now I'm curious. But like Paranormal Activity was a movie. Oh, I, don't I don't understand. I don't understand. I again. I. I. This movie made oh, me. Oh 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 wait oh! Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Please hold. Uh oh. I'm scared. <gasps> Guys, I'm scared. what? They had the same budget. Hmm. That's at least what Google's telling me. With a quick hmm. Google. Um, but Google tells me that both of these movies were made on $15,000, which is impressive either way. But when you, wow. Did they have designer wow. snacks on set? Is that what happened? What, was, was oh that my catered? God, that, that crafty was insane. <laughs> literally, no, this is mean. This is mean. No. In, in all honesty, though, $15,000 to make a fucking feature length movie is insane. Like in any retrospect, that's just really impressive. Period. I've never had but the opportunity to make a movie, <laughs> but I think for fifteen grand, I could come back with something not walls and ceilings and different lights. Someone made a good point about it. Um, I wish I could remember the name of the YouTube series. It's old, but there was this 
old YouTube series that kind of remind you of this, where they're trying to create like a... Oh, and for the record, I haven't seen it yet. Like, I've seen like clips and stuff, but the fact that it's on Shutter, I'm finally going to dive in. But I keep hearing waves because like before I heard everyone that like we talked to, like talking about it online or anything, there was this hype. Like, it just sounded like it was going to be like the scariest thing in the world. And usually that's a huge red flag to me. Mm -hmm. Usually like when everyone is like that excited outside of the horror community, by the time it reaches us, we tend to have a different take on it. But totally. I'm going to see if I can find the name of the YouTube series, but um, they do kind of like a similar thing to try to make it feel more immersive. But mm-hmm. I think that the way that people are describing it, it almost sounds like it creates like a barrier because y'all aren't the only people that said that like it's really dark. Like you can barely see anything, mm-hmm. but I don't know how that's scary. Like, I mean, I need to, I don't need to see the horror at full force, but I need to see something. It still is a movie, you know, mm-hmm. like... I think about Host, which, you know, I really like that movie. I still do. I think about how, like, the ending really scared me. Mm -hmm. It's dark, but they did the lighting correctly where you can see what was actually in the shadows. I mean, Mm -hmm. we know that if we were on set, it's bright as fuck. No shade. I I think what sends me about this movie and other movies that are, like, in this, like, genre, because we have this, like, whole genre where it's, like, we're giving you vibes. I don't yeah. want mm-hmm. vibes. I want a movie. If I'm giving yeah. you money, which I give Shutter money, so technically I gave this movie money. <laughs> um, I gave it my time, I, which I don't have a lot of, 25 minutes of my time, and then I was like, this is being disrespectful to my time. I'm gonna stop. But, like, I, I can't show up for vibes, and some people can, and that's cool, but when they're, like, raving about it, they need to be like, I'm a vibe bitch. Don't forget. I like vibes. I will watch paint mm-hmm. dry with the right vibes. Because um, that's not my lane. <laughs> I, I need some characters. I need a plot. I need people to fight to stay alive. Whispering and changing the lights just was not for me. I was like, is this an obscene phone call? I don't. What is happening? Oh. What's oh. happening? You were so spicy today. <laughs> I'm this living, though. Really upset me. <laughs> I, I'm tired of vibes. And I we keep getting these movies where it's all vibes and no substance. And I, I need some substance. I'm a big girl. I can take that's, it. That's the point. All vibes, no substance. The vibes were definitely there, but the, the mode in which I experienced this movie was just absolutely fucking incorrect. And it did mm. piss me off like significantly. Also something that bothers me only a little bit is um, similarly to your point, Ryan, when we hear, oh, this movie is going to make you shit your pants yeah. from the outside communities that are not, you know, ingesting horror every single day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, a red flag. But so some of my friends, my like, let's say my work friends and my non-horror community colleagues have seen this movie and they, you know, were on that side of the fence. Like, this is the scariest fucking movie in existence. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. I I didn't feel scared much in the theater because there wasn't, like, there were no stakes, you know? Like, how can I tell, like, where the stakes are? There was no stakes because there's no story. But then also, mm-hmm. there's, like, two big jump scares in the movie, which is basically all there is in the movie um and it's like yes of course very loud and abrupt noise is going to scare you like you know what i mean 
like yep. it's not it's not scary because it's suspenseful or it you know it puts a thing in your head mm-hmm. it startles you because it's loud and unexpected you know what i mean like there, there's a difference and i hate the cheap jump scare that goes that route like oh my god it's really loud you know yeah. like no duh you're gonna jump in your seat of course you are but you is know- it scary or did it startle you that's so Oprah. Were you silenced? <laughs> or were you I'm silenced? <laughs> so I-, I feel like the, the public is like, you know, oh my God, this really scared me. Like this movie's so scary. And then, you know, horror folks are like, like, yeah, no duh. Like loud noise is gonna startle you in your seat. But like, are you gonna think about it when the movie ends? You know, I don't know. There's such a, a big difference really. between like what you're describing, like a film that's masterfully done because it really hits the dread piece. So even mm-hmm. if like there are zero jump scares, you're frightened because you get connected to the characters, the environment, the atmosphere, and it's just, it's unsettling. Um, I'm not going to say the example that I'm thinking of because the one I always go to and I'm still changing that, but jump scares to me, they can also be good. You know, I think about something that I wish I could remember who it was on Twitter who said it's something it's someone we all like um i just can't think of her name and i feel really bad but she was talking about like in a thread like last year or sometime how like jump scares can if they're integrated in properly like they do take some thought so they can be effective yeah. and, and still be good i wish i could remember who it was but i did find that series i told you guys about because what they were invoking was analog horror series on youtube so for example local 58 uh tv which is like one of the scariest ones i've ever seen and also pet scott but these are very old like it's something that if you make a movie based on this stuff that's a specialized audience you have to think about where you're because like the thing that y'all describing i think that's what made me think of it like the vibes piece you know i know y'all have seen people referring to this new thing that people have been doing is like lo-fi horror or something because of that that's not that's ambitious like that's something that hasn't crossed the divide from like these smaller independent projects whether it is on youtube or elsewhere like that's just happening this is a new frontier Mm -hmm. so i think sometimes people will look back at this movie and be um inspired by it and it actually and we can keep talking about if you want but it it accidentally links to another bullet point i put on here which is that backrooms is actually getting a feature-length film and we all know that that is stemming from a very old creepypasta like a very old urban legend that was turned into a very popular youtube series and that was a 17-year-old kid, but they're actually hiring him to be the producer um, when he's on break from school next time to turn this into a feature-length film. A24 is attached to the project. Yeah. Yo, so I love that monster. shit. Yeah, That's great. Yeah. I only heard about backrooms because people were pissed that a 17-year-old is making a movie, and I'm just like, it sounds like it sounds like this kid made a short, and the short got picked up. You could also make a short. Mm, sounds like some hateration oh, big time. in That's here. It. That's a big fucking hater. Like, and the short is actually good. Like, it's like less than 10 minutes. And everyone was, I mean, in the nucleus, everybody was talking about this last year when it came out. I didn't know he was 17 when that came out. It was so good. I can't even check it down. Because if I like the short, I'm going to keep an eye out for the movie. Um, But again, like, if it's going to be more of this lo-fi shit, I'm going to just go ahead and miss it and support it. Oh, no, this is not that. I mean, it's inspired (laughs) by it, but it has a, unlike, unlike some of the other ones, it's not vibes. Like, there's a, a recurring storyline that's attached to the original creepypasta. That makes me happy because, again, I can't I can't do vibes. Because what happens with vibes is it comes across as, I was an art kid. 
And it's like, okay, you're telling me you're an art kid, but what else about you? What else about this world you're trying to create? And it's like pink, blue, pink, blue. And I'm like, what does the pink mean? What is the ceiling's motivation? <laughs> and so I just, I can't. Now, you know I live for all of that, okay? Now, I, you, I like how you, you try to slide that in there, okay? You gonna love skinny my ring, because I wish I was playing with <laughs> Wait, no. Okay, all joking aside, do y'all suspect that after I watch this, this is going to be like one of the ones that I might go up for, be real? By the time the credits are rolling, you will be crying and clapping, because you'll be like, all right, cinema, <laughs> cinema. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to text y'all after I watch it because I plan on watching it tonight um, over Chipotle. So, yes. yes. I'm excited for you to find your new favorite thing. Um, I tapped out 25 minutes. I was like, no. (laughs) And I sent the link to the Kane Pixels backrooms thing that I told you about. It's on, and I was wrong. It's nine minutes. Oh, get it. Um, Yeah, I'm going to check that out because, like, if there's a story, I can try it. I just, from here on out, like, if I'm like, I'm going to see this movie and there's no plot and there's no story or no characters, just say that. So I can be like, I'm going to let y'all have that. Oh, so wait, I, I misunderstood. There's not even any, like, character development. So, like, there's, like, zero character development. There's supposed to be two boys. Um, mm. I didn't make it to them because 25 minutes was too long. Um, I wait, heard some scream. No, it was a girl and a boy. Oh, so there's a girl and a boy. Yeah. <laughs> um, and there's some whispering. Yeah. Okay. It's a girl and a boy Let's... and they're, like, in a house alone. And I I do an interesting perspective that I personally don't have, but Mm. like if you were a latchkey kid Mm. growing up, like it seems like this will skin and rink will hit harder for you because okay you know those kids were you know oftentimes left alone younger in a house. Um, I wasn't a latchkey kid, but I think that's pretty cool that perspective. You know, because it, it it's very uh, relatable to a, a group of people. That's cool. Because I do not mind vibes under certain settings, but that there's a caveat. I do want character development. I can't have if there's no character development, I can't do it. There like that, that. <laughs> I love characters. Like mm-hmm. I'm a star. You know. I'm a star. Put pearl in skin of a rink. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all would never see me again. Like Just literally on repeat. <laughs> She'd be whispering, I'm a star. I'm a star. Don't be surprised oh if God. we log in for Blurdy one day and there's fully a Mia Goth poster behind me. Like I can't I can't lie. Mom is growing on me. Like she's becoming like, I don't know. I'm She'll stuck. be in the room. She'll be like, You want some blueberry pancakes, Ryan? Oh. <laughs> what would y'all but wouldn't y'all be confused because the gay of it all? Like if she came and served me pancakes, like what is happening? Where's Emilio? Like, and, you know. I'd be confusing. like, they got a Mia Goth. Mm, affluent. <laughs> Opulence. <laughs> they got a Mia Goth. Now it's, like it's like Megan, the service, you know, like it's like multiple Mia Goths. <laughs> That's hilarious. All right, um, so oh, oh, y'all ready for the next bullet point there? Yeah, yeah, because I'm excited for that. So, <clears throat> everybody, the Donald Glover, the mm. Childish Gambino, is mm. co-creating, producing, directing, and writing on a new horror TV series called Swarm, and it's on its Woo! way. After Atlanta, about damn time, because Atlanta was fucking all up in our like genre. Like we talked about it. All up in the genre. Um, and I'm like, just go ahead and do it. Just commit, Donald. Just do it. Commit. And he's like, fine, bitch. 
<laughs> After y'all told me about it, I didn't follow up with you. I didn't watch the whole series, but I watched the episodes with that Michael Jackson lookalike man on there. Mm-hmm. And y'all know me. I love oh, fan theories. So I God. went on to YouTube and watched all the fan theories. That is a masterful. That is a really great character. I love those episodes. I can't wait to watch the whole series. I can't wait. I'm I'm in the middle of the last season because it's the last season. And so I, I'm not in any rush. And there was a Tyler Perry inspired episode that no. sent me. No. I, I was howling. I wasn't even laughing. I was howling. It was guttural. It was feral. Guttural. You making fun of Tyler Perry? (laughs) Was it more or less savage than when the Boondocks got him together? Tyler Perry, I mean. Oh. I'm gonna have to to watch it compare. I'm gonna have to like rewind the tapes. What? I. You know what? I don't. This may not be the more popular thing to say, but I don't really hate Tyler Perry. Like I really feel motivated by him in certain capacities. But um, it is funny when they point out some of the things that he could be stronger in, because this mm. man is a menace. And, and there are certain places where he does need to be stopped. As motivational right. as he can be at times. Listen, I would say we need a Tyler Perry episode, but Atlanta was not listening to us. Like, Look, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to watch it. <laughs> I'm going to watch that episode. I mean, Mills watch all of ATL. I mean, I keep saying ATL. Um, Atlanta, like he's watched all of it, so I'm just getting caught up. I'm also finally watching Black Mirror, which y'all know I hadn't seen yes. yet. Yes, oh yeah. my god, yes, yes, that is my favorite current anthology. Um, it's I just watched Striking Vipers, and that episode is so progressive and wild at the same time. I'm having a great time, and y'all didn't tell me those men kissed, so we're all listen. beefing as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> like, y'all didn't tell me That's shit. funny. <laughs> um, when the new season drops, I will be I will not be reachable for a day. Um, oh, so they're getting another season? Yeah, like finally, because like he did. Yes. I forget the name of the interactive one. How did I forget the name of it? Oh, Bandersnatch. I did yeah. do that one. I did do Bandersnatch. Listen, he yeah. did Bandersnatch right after that last season, and he's like, I I need time. And I was like, okay, okay. Um, and so like we've been waiting for years because he was also like, the pandemic is hard. Why would I make more horror when we're living in a horror world? I can't get doing scarier than this. But now he's mm. like, I gotta get a bag. This pandemic's not ending. And so like he's I'm back. <laughs> I like that episode so much. I mean, because I, I don't count Bandersnatch since it was that interactive thing, but that yeah. was technically my introduction to Black Mirror. Then I saw the pig episode that I turned off because I didn't like it. And then there was this one. Listen, um, I I usually do it all in order because literally, uh, and like Netflix will fuck up your series. They will be like, and here's oh, yeah. the next season, but it's not the next season. So I've had to like catch my friends and be like, no, no, you ain't ready for this season. You gotta go back two seasons. And they're like, what do you mean? It's an anthology. I'm like, no, there's callbacks. There's always callbacks. Because um, I am the Mindy Meeks. And so... <laughs> but while we're talking about Black Mirror coming back, can they bring back fucking Channel Zero, please? Like, can they bring mm-hmm. this show back? Like, where is it? I just finished the first season for Fear Street's Patreon, and that Teeth Man. Um, oh was my not, god, that was unholy, scary, unholy so as scary. hell. Yeah. I can't, I can't look at him. He, it makes me cringe. You know how some people can't look at holes and things or something. It gives me that yeah. that feeling. Yeah. I can't look at it. I couldn't, I couldn't, because like my first thought was, is he wearing like a suit? Are we going back in time for disco? And I was like, oh no, those are teeth. And then you started hearing the teeth because whoever's on sound is a sick bastard because they're like. I'm like, stop it, stop it. Every time we move, the teeth are chattering. I don't like it. It's shiny. Ugh. It's ugh. Um, I I I don't want to go back in for the rest of the series because if Teeth Man start us off, where are we gonna go from there? <laughs> yeah, it's but I hate to tell you, Sheree, it gets it gets weirder. I can't believe I'm saying how literally the, <laughs> the monsters in Channel Zero are weirder than the monsters in um Guillermo del Toro's universes. 
Listen. They're weirder, and that's very that is hard to pull off. That is very difficult to pull off. It's not as weird as Ito monsters, but you know, they're still good nonetheless. Listen, I I was just not ready. I was not ready. Um, nobody prepared me, and I was like, <laughs> had I known this was here, y'all, I would never let y'all vote. I would have been like, no, your votes are denied. What? <laughs> y'all don't get a say. <laughs> We're gonna do something else. Um, you know what's weird? I, I make things up in my head because I thought you had seen the season with the black couple, the new season they did where they finally diversified the main couple, and like it was, it was so fucking scary. And I didn't even know that the only <laughs> white person that w- I do this that was in the the main cast is actually also a black person, but he's in like this weird monster suit. So I was like, oh, they did that. It was you know him, the dude that um Troy James, I think his name is, and he's in like all these um I said, y'all know me, I yeah. I know stuff, but I don't be knowing stuff. I'm gonna send you. I'm gonna send you. We finished the first season, and we're trying to figure out if we're gonna do the next season for Fear Street. But also, the Teeth Man is staring at me whenever I think about it. So <laughs> it's too soon. It's too soon. Um, <laughs> I don't want to do it. We'll figure it out. I don't want to do it. Oh, <laughs> and I know it gets weirder somehow. Oh hell no. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's his name. I I gotta write Troy James. He's that contortionist from all those horror things. Like he was in Scary oh. Stories to Tell in the Dark, Black Box. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. Nightmare Alley. I'm gonna send you his um resume real quick. He was in Hellboy. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. We like, should do an I, episode on him. Come to think of it, we should do an episode on lots of men. Um, but that's <laughs> oh, hmm. <laughs> that's a di- that's a different situation though. But Bernie <laughs> <laughs> Masker swipes right. <laughs> I just love this man. Bernie Masker oh, swipes. I'm not. Right. I'm, d- I'm done hilarious. with y'all. Okay, so um, the next thing on our list um, that we didn't talk about, oh, yeah, is Kiki Palmer's new podcast, which everybody, if you don't know about it, because we're about to get into it for a hot second, this baby, this is Kiki Palmer. That's the name mm-hmm. of it. <laughs> and she got her mom on there and her uh, her friend Max. And it's their first episode was about OnlyFans, sex positivity, and they invited on Black China. It was such a good time. Yes. I could really? not stop laughing. That's so yeah. awesome. Yes. Yes, I, it was. I, I just love Kiki. Like she's somebody else who people keep trying to sleep on, and she won't let them. Cause like I must say, she never misses. There was one miss, but like you know what? We're gonna pay rent, and we don't talk about it. We don't talk about it. We we looked the other way, and it happened. Um, but everything aside from that, she's killing it. She's a queen. She's elevating things what she can. Cause like that last season of Scream, who was that for? Aside from Kiki Palmer, she did everything she could. She made it almost watchable. I 1000% agree. That's the only reason I can't throw out that season because of how entertaining she was in it. Listen, if you remove Kiki from that season, I got nothing but bad things to say about it. But because Kiki's there, I'm like, you know what? You know what? Y'all are welcome. Y'all are welcome that she deigned to read these words for you. (laughs) And she has showed up every day and showed out every day. Because what else was happening? You tell me. And it's sad because, like, I, I don't get me wrong. I was happy Tony Todd was there, but they didn't give him anything. So it was like we didn't really get the Tony Todd that we love, unfortunately. Where? Tony Todd keep getting wasted. Like, he's yeah. like he's like a season in a white person's kitchen. Like, he in there and he not being used. <laughs> Facts. Utilize him. Like, I, he's... Is he Shakespearean trained? Because the voice is there, like, the mannerisms. Like, he... He is like the talent. Like he is that girl. He probably wouldn't appreciate being called that. It's a compliment. He's probably used to it. He probably used to it. Like 
he's an uncle, but he's not an uncle. So he's hmm. probably like, you know what? I've been called that girl before, and I am. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. I would I live am. if like, he randomly said that on the thing. Oh, you did the voice too, yes. <laughs> I am that girl. <laughs> I am that girl. <laughs> yes, mama. I'm kidding, uh-uh. bitch. Look. <laughs> Eat it up. <laughs> I don't even know if I'm doing his voice or Robert England, but you know. You know uh- we're getting there. I'm trying. An icon is an icon. Um, at this late in the game, <laughs> we take what we can get. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Um, I guess we could enter this topic real quick then. Um, so today we are talking about two things that sustain us because we run on food and horror, and when you put them together, as one of our listeners suggested, we should try to do, you make a mess. Um, is it edible? Is it delicious? Is it just ramen with some add-ins? We'll find out. <laughs> hmm. Ramen with some add-ins. Listen, I'm like, a little bit of texture goes a long way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, and we'll do a quick layover for Real Talk. It won't be that long. It's just apropos because as um, most of us who have been watching you knows, there was a lot of food and horror going on in that um third season. So... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Season four is here, and with it comes a podcast that everyone should be listening to with yours truly, Sheree the Slayer, and Joe from Horror Queers. So I felt like this was a perfect bridge, you know? Thank I saw you. that. Let me Thank you. That. Um, yes, our little podcast, Hey You underscore pod on Twitter, <laughs> is on Anatomy of a Scream <laughs> Network. Um, and me and Joe are catching up with Joe Goldberg and his shenanigans, because he's moved um, across the globe, across the pond, if you will. But he's still on his journey to cause mayhem. And so like, <laughs> he's like, new beard, new tweed jacket, same problems. And I'm like, girl, girl. What? That's funny. <laughs> right? He's like, if it's in a different zip code, it's not the same. I'm like, you were back in your thoughts, shit. I see you. Um, it is a limited series. And we've talked about like the first three seasons and quicker episodes. And now we're going episode by episode with the show because season four is a lot. If you have not started season four, um, the last five episodes drop March 9th, and y'all should because again, she is that she is that squirrel. <laughs> that squirrel. Yeah. Do you think that the resurgence of like whodunits because of successes like knives out and bodies, bodies, bodies is kind of like what led them to think that they should do something like this? Or you think it's much more complex than that? I think that we are finally having fun again. Um, but like the things that get to have fun don't always get greenlit. And so we're getting sparks from things that we are bigger. Like you, they're in their fourth season. Who's going to talk to them about what they're doing? Nobody. Yeah. There's like people show up so you can kill some bitches. Go about your day. Do you have the box? Okay. Um, and so they're like, let's have fun. It's our fourth season. Um, you got to check it up with your fourth season. Otherwise it's stale. Like, do you want yeah. us to divorce you and see other shows? Or do you want to like do something spicy and bring us back in? They spiced it. Hmm. Hmm. Is it gluten free though? <laughs> if you have a peanut allergy, if you have a peanut allergy, you shouldn't be here because there are some dicks this season. Let me tell you. Ooh, so in the <laughs> first 15 minutes, it's on a corpse, and it was, but this man was juggling that shit with his knees. Listen. Oh. Listen. I was like, he might have killed himself by concussion. Like if he jumped too hard. Ah. <laughs> um, oh my. Is, we are in the dick era between this and euphoria. <laughs> Like somebody heard us because I've always yelled for every pair of breasties, I'm seeing a pair of testes, and somebody's like, check. 
And I'm like, whoa, 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 let me close my blinds. They don't think I'm here watching porn. I'm like, it's just like, I ran that back. Like, I was like, hold on, I need to run this back. I mean, I need to see this one more time. And it was Pierce. Yeah, yeah. He had a whoa. Prince Albert. Cause like, whoa. I was like, good sir, you was already gifted. You need to bejewel anything. You was, you could have just kept going. <laughs> And even uh, the character playing Joe Zero, he was so uncomfortable seeing it. He put something over top of it. I, oh. I was screaming. He's like, oh, okay, just wanna. Damn. Even though he's not Joe this time, I just fucking William. But I, yeah, I can't wait to hear y'all podcast because if there's anybody who is about to dissect the hell out of the complex dynamics of this season, it is definitely going to be y'all. I can already hear it in my head. You're having so much fun. Um, I'm sad it's almost over, but we need to find another project if that means until this next series comes out. Because I don't know if this will be their last series or not. Um, it I think they might be. get. This is too good. Like if it if it was going the way season three went, I would have been like end it. But because they were like, no, we're gonna pick it back up, bitch. I'm like, okay, you continue. Um, also, there's a new book coming out, but because the book oh. and the show diverge <laughs> and then separate it, like. They are one is Mars, one is Uranus, and so I don't know Damn. what's gonna be in this fourth book. Um, but I'm gonna have to like listen to her at some point. Mm, that's tempting. It's just my reading list is already ridiculous, but I'm, I, I'm tempted because I'm having such a good yes. time with this. I zipped through the first three on audiobook because my library had them, so no money on my account. <laughs> yes. Um, and I was like, I'm gonna listen to them so that when we do this podcast, I can like compare and contrast. Um, they are their own separate things. Like book one and season one are kind of aligned. Um, small changes here and there, little nip tuck, but it's like still pretty much the same. And then like from book two and series two, they are not talking. You get some of the same character names, but the characters are different. <laughs> they are doing different things, different places. Some people are dead that are not dead and others. And I just- Interesting. Yeah. If you, if you just got- if you got a library that gives you the audiobooks, I would definitely do it. Because, mm -hmm. of course, the first one is a good time. After that, I cannot say you should be giving that money. I appreciate um, that, actually. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> buy the first one, rent the others. <laughs> so, yeah. There. Um, <laughs> while we're here talking about Real Talk, though, we are in March. And so the Black Guy Dies First has officially been gifted to us. It is Dr. Robin R. Means Coleman, who gave us horror noir, so you better get it together and give her your money. Um, and she's joined by Mark H. Harris. Both of them are Black horror scholars. And this book is getting me together because like, we clearly all are not silly. We see people playing on our faces with these Black characters in their movies. Um, and they were like, what if we gave numbers and charts to say how bad it really fucking is? And so instead of me being like, I feel like 90% of the movies do this to black people. They're like 92.5%, bitch. Also, oh, yes. here's a graph. And I was like, Dr. Coleman. <laughs> also, here's a graph. <laughs> um, so it's, it's the research. It's the data that you come to expect from Dr. Coleman. And I need to like get more together with Mark H. Harris's stuff. Um, because like he's about it too. And so I'm just like, what else y'all want to do? Yeah, I I need to get this book too because I've been I've been following his website blackhorror.com forever mm -hmm. because like it's a repository that's like a must go to source for like you know all the mm -hmm. stuff like that's been gathered. So I'm definitely interested. And I know he popped up in horror noir, but I feel like you didn't really get to hear too much from him. Thank so I'm you. very excited to hear how this uh, pans out once I get my hands on the book. 
Another thing I another thing I like about it is they they count all the black deaths. They're not being like, oh, well, this was written by a white person, so it counts because it's written by a white person. Oh. No, so you get a whole picture. You get a whole <laughs> picture because you're just like, yeah, this is a movie written by a black person, but also this person dies. Oh, so it counts as the death. This is our body total now. It's piling up, and it's in the stereotypes and where the stereotypes came from because like they all start somewhere. These races aren't original. Um, and so it's like this stereotype is traced back to this or from that, and it's been a problem since the 1850s actually and i'm just like ah it's like a scandal hit board my mind is just like blowing up every time i open a page like <laughs> the dossier like, gonna be busting after this listen <laughs> um and they get into it they get into it because they even talk about like um living dead because like ben did everything he fucking could have done historical moment for black people and still died at the end uh, mm. And they talk about how, like, the last moment you see him, he's being thrown on a pile of other bodies, but the bodies are zombies, and he was not a zombie. And, like, the callback to, like, the lynching pictures. And I'm just like, Dr. Coleman, oh, my God, this is education? Should I be, like, giving you my student loan money I'm not going to pay? Ah! Okay. <laughs> you have a good point there, though, because had I known about the stuff I know now about horror, my, I would have looked at my school experience completely different and actually cared about it. I, I think that like th there's this idea when you know a lot of us get older that um, the path that you take for like taking care of yourself is like different from fandom. But there's enough nuance in in growing up where you can like find your place in what. Hey Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow! Did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com/acast and use code acast for twenty percent off your first purchase. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over seventy percent of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com/achieve today. You love to do, but you have to kind of like know where to look. And stuff like this being readily available outside of academia, this is going to be a big deal. The same way the Har Noir book was and documentary. Because yeah. I'm telling you, <laughs> no, if I if I taught a film class tonight, this and Har Noir would be the two textbooks we'd be using. Yes. Um, I I don't understand what well, I might do understand why we don't get these things until now because racism. Um, yeah. but I just it feels validating as a black horror fan to hear somebody who has the vocabulary and has done the research be like, yeah. no, the things you're really seeing, the things in your DMs and like your friend texts, that's a real problem and it's bigger than you even know. Cause you're giving them credit by saying it's only ninety percent. It's actually ninety eight percent, bitch. And I'm just like, ah, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, like and they they the numbers like the numbers like because they this is pretty recent like they have stuff that came out last year like they have like the nope box office toll when they're talking about movies oh. that like supported um black people they were like here are the like the black leads and where they place and of course mm. all four of the monkey paw movies are on there because oh of course naturally yes then um, and I'm like, that's what Nope brought in at the time of writing this. You know it's more than that now. Um, so like, I I highly recommend it. Um, it's an easy read. I, I had to learn how to read this year for Ryan's book. 
But like, <laughs> now I'm really happy I did. What? <laughs> I can't believe you say I learned how to read though. <laughs> Now I'm unstoppable. I've read two books. <laughs> oh my god, you ain't lying though. It's like the list doesn't end. So I can't wait to get my hands on that book. I, I, I hope my local bookstore has it because I have to go there for other things. So I need to stick it up while I'm there. Sometimes I'll be a little too open by accident. See, I'm growing. You saw that? I was like for other things. You made other it sound things. so shady. I'm like, is it a bookstore? Is it another kind of store? <laughs> Right, fully cuts to me like buying a sex swing. Like, I'm sure, right. I'm sure the book isn't going to be right. in this shop, but okay. right. where do these chats from, Ryan? <laughs> Walking into uh, Adam and Eve, the bookstore. Right. <laughs> I was at the bookstore. <laughs> um, why did I feel like last year was the year of the cannibal? Right, just a little bit. Like we haven't talked about Bones and all, um, and it's not my typical movie, but I like it enough to where I got the book. I'm gonna read a third book this year. <laughs> Wait, that's based on a book. That I actually will download that because I was telling Zero, I didn't. Um, I, I want to rewatch it. it. It made me cry, so I want to yeah. watch it from a less like intense place. But it, I love that movie. It was my first Timmy Chardonnay movie because I'd never seen him actually act, and so that's so why I kept getting mixed up with like three other people who I thought were Timmy Chardonnay. Um, but he can act, and I'm here for him, and I'm here for this movie, even though, like, again, I'm not a romance girl. Um, but, like, if you make it cannibals, I can support it. Yeah, I don't think exactly. I can recover from Timmy Chardonnay. <laughs> <laughs> You're not okay? I'm not. I'm not, I'm not okay. It's like, is it Timothy Hot Chocolate or Timmy Chardonnay? <laughs> It's literally the same name. Timmy Charlemagne. Yo. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I can't. I got five. Timothy Chardonnay. Oh my God. Oh my goodness. Oh, correct. Um, I too loved Bones and All. And I would love to have a double feature where we start actually. I don't know what would be the best order, but Bones and All and Fresh together, yes. I would love. Because they're both like, this is why we think this like this past year was Year of the Cannibal, right? Because we have two very obviously cannibal fucking movies, but they're so different. And it's like, you can't think of cannibalism one way anymore. You know, that would not be very woke of you. The woke thing to do would be to watch both of these movies in one day and then think about it. I'm here for last year, making cannibals sophisticated. I think that that is <laughs> a platform we needed to have earlier in the horror community. Um, and like, I'm just, I'm here for it. Sebastian Stan out here, like boxing women up, which is a whole commentary. Um, and we also have like Timmy Charlemagne out here. <laughs> running around. Charlemagne. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> Timmy Charlemagne. We need a list. I'm, I'm going to need to keep a list in my phone <laughs> of all of this man's aliases. Why does he have so many at this point? Timmy Charter School is out here doing the most. <laughs> I really can't. I told you I was not. I can't recover from this. <laughs> I, I feel like I'm not going to be able to ever see this man pop up in a movie ever again. I can't. I'm just going to be moment. like, Timmy Charlemagne. <laughs> 
god. He he can act though. He can. Yeah. It, I was was, happy. it was bones and all. It was bones and all that made me realize that because I know Ooh. that he's very um uh I don't want to that's what's the right word I'm looking for. He like he like kind of stays within his genre, you know, and it's not usually my genre. So very like, serious and he know. loves an artsy drama, which is why I'm yeah. like cannibals um and that's why i went in being like i might not like it but i'm gonna do a triple feature at the alamo draft house because i'm basic and i was i was pleasantly surprised i wish i hadn't started my triple feature with that because that was lording over me Ooh. as i watched the menu and violent night <laughs> i was like yeah. timmy chardonnay messed me up um, <laughs> really messed me up i didn't even because i haven't seen dune so when y'all were saying other things he's been in i had to look it up um, how did he? Did y'all see Dune? Did he do okay in that? Like, what was his? His. his I have that? not seen Dune. Okay. I have not. I think it's a little bit too far out for me. I mean, maybe you know, we're all short on time. I'll watch it eventually, hopefully yeah. before I die. Um, but I didn't hear any complaints, so I mean, I yeah, guess man. it was okay. Um, only other thing I've ever seen him in was um, Don't Look Up. He he played like the stoner boyfriend who was there for like five minutes at the end of the film. Stoner boyfriend for five minutes. I haven't seen that movie, so that description's kind of hilarious to me. But he's a cutie though. He's a little cutie. He is a cutie. And after I watched Bones and All, now was then I was like, okay, now I get it. Now I get because there was a lot of people at the screener that I was at. There was a lot of people who were not traditional horror people. Um, but I had a feeling that it was kind of like a Timothy Chalamet type crowd yeah. like that. He was like a huge selling point for this movie. And I heard it was a romance and I was like, mm, I don't really like, I don't, I don't really see him as like the heartthrob kind of guy. I mean, I know people look at him that way, but I don't really get it. And then I watched the movie and I'm like, damn, I get it. Listen, get it. like watching this movie. Cause again, my first time seeing Timmy um, Candlesticks act <laughs> like, <laughs> Um, I, I was like, <laughs> I was like, I really was meant to be Zendaya because like he's, they are friends, but he has a crush on her and it comes across these interviews together. And I'm Aww. just like, go ahead and make your move. Tom is back at home. Like you're here. Like say what you need to say. Say what you need to say. Um, mm. I, I'm living for their, I, I've never seen Dune. It's too long. I love Zendaya. And now I get that Timmy can act, but like also that's too long. Who are you talking to with that running time? I just, not me. It's a lot. Bones and All was also pretty long. Yeah, she was. That's why I had to see her first. Because, like, the other times didn't mm -hmm. work out. Because I was like, um, I can do her first and have a 30-minute wait. Or I could do her in the middle or the end and have, like, a couple mm -hmm. hours wait. And I was like, Bones and All first. And then it was like, that's your whole day. Just sitting there thinking about what you've seen. Word. <laughs> that shit was so unique, though. Like... The reason why I want to put it up in a double feature with Fresh is because I don't think I've ever seen like the um, the the kind of idea uh, or the relation of like cannibalism, almost like an addict, like hereditary addiction. Mm -hmm. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's a curse. It's not like some fucked up pervert who's like, I want to eat your boobies, baby. Yeah, That's you know, it's like I I either kill myself right now and just get it over with or i live another 70 plus years living this terrible way and like low-key suffering 
which is interesting. You know what, Zero? But it, doesn't it kind of remind you in that, I mean, not completely, obviously, because it's vampires. No, I mean, anyway, I'm doing too much. Gonjin Hess a little bit because of that. Yeah. Like, just a, yeah, just a totally. touch. That's yeah. what I, when I was trying to describe it to people without giving it away, I was like, imagine Ganja and Hess if it wasn't, uh, if it wasn't like a black film, because yeah. like Timmy's cute, but he ain't black and neither are a lot of the other people in this movie, but like we have our black lead, which I just, I'm here for any black lead that can like anchor a movie. That's good. Cause I thought we she usually get good. shit. We usually oh, get yeah. shit. Like usually this is, we have a mid script. Let's give it to a black person. So pat, we pat ourselves in the back. And this mm. is like, no, it's something of substance. And we're casting a black girl. We're good. And I'm like, this is how we need to fucking move. This is what I've been asking for. Cause mm-hmm. I'm tired of being like, I don't want to say anything bad about it because I like that actor. And I believe that writer could do something different someday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm tired of sitting here, my face cracked and my wallet empty. And so I was very happy. <laughs> I was very happy. And I think another reason why I was like, I got to get the book. I got to watch it again. I, cause I don't fuss with a lot of romance. Um, but this, the con- Ganjin has vibes. Um, they really, they really came through and it wasn't in a way that was like stealing or co-opting. It was just like vibes. Yeah, exactly. But the yeah. good vibes, the kind of vibes that we're here for, vibes that are uh, matched with a very character compelling character. story and character development. Mm-hmm. And she ate, pun intended. Oh, literally, I'm done. She literally <laughs> ate. <laughs> no crumbs left. No crumbs left. No crumbs. <laughs> like bones and all. No <laughs> crumbs. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> <laughs> no leftovers (laughs) fresh like i don't remember which one of y'all said it but fresh had like people's carcasses looking delicious the way they they did everything i was about to say the last meal the last meal that noah ate with um what was his name again Um, sebastian stan played yeah what was the name of his character Um, it's something generic it's something generic i'm googling yeah steve Steve, wow, of course. Okay. <laughs> so Steve, the last meal that Noah ate with Steve was the titty, mm-hmm. like the titty slice. Why did that shit look so good? <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. Let's be honest. Fresh made people look good in a way I've not seen since Hannibal left us in season three. Mm, yeah. Brian Fuller. Brian Fuller and that team was like, what if people look better than beef? And I was like, I'm uncomfortable. (laughs) See, that is an uncomfortable concept. And that's the difference right there. Like, not, I don't want to say glorifying, but like, yeah, making it sexy, like making cannibalism sexy with Hannibal and with Fresh, making everything look so fucking delicious. And then you have the other side and bones and all where like cannibalism is like a disease. And it's like, feral and you know there's just they're just straight up eating people like no no lorries no no seasoning no 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 nothing the way food is getting expensive this might be a three (laughs) act play for most of us (laughs) (laughs) um i can't afford food no more but people everywhere (laughs) all of them (laughs) it depends on who it is because some people be smelling if it's one thing going to conventions and Yu-Gi-Oh tournaments ever taught me some people smell suspicious Mm-hmm. <laughs> that ain't right. I'm fixing to lose my appetite. Right. Acts don't cover everything. I think I feel like someone listening to this needs to hear that. No, Ask in many cases, them. it makes yeah, it makes people worse. It, Ask yeah, highlights the situation. 
<laughs> it does. It highlights the funk. Yes, it's very funk forward. Yes, it's like, <laughs> isn't that what they say on Food forward. Network? It's, very it's like a Mario forward. Kart boost. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it protects you from cannibals, though, because it, let me tell you, if you smell it like that, baby, I'm not eating you. Because mm, I'm like, I mean, yeah, it depends, though. Like, are they bones and all cannibals, or are they fresh cannibals? These are fresh cannibals. Like you're gonna have to go through treatment. You gotta fast. They gotta probably. Okay. They remember he was like aging the meat. You know. Mm-hmm. Have y'all seen My Heart Can't Beat Unless You Tell It To? No, mm-hmm. I haven't seen that. She was on Shutter for a minute. She came out in like 2020. It's not cannibal specifically, but like there's this kid who has two adult siblings. And, like, he's sickly and he doesn't know what's wrong with him. And the siblings have to, like, kill to bring him back blood to keep him alive. Mm. Um, and he's just like, why can't I go outside in the daytime and make friends? And they're just like, honey, you're sick. And he's like, but I feel better today. And I'm like, honey, you're sick. And I keep thinking about that when I think of bones and all. Because, like, you're saying, like, they treat it like an addiction. Whereas mm. in My Heart Won't Be Unless You Tell It To, it's more of a sickness. And it asks that question, what would you do to keep the person you love alive? Like, because mm-hmm. a lot of us are have people who are sick or getting sick as we get older. And it's just like, I would do anything with this person. What if this person needed blood? <laughs> would you mm. bring back buckets of blood for this person every couple nights, even though you're risking <laughs> like your freedom um, and also your moral compass? And so right. I think that that paired with the other movies would be a festival and it would be a bloody good time. Yeah. I do want to check it out then. I wonder if it's still on Shutter. I was trying to peek, but I forgot I'm not signed in on my phone anymore. Yeah. Um, She's a drama. She's a drama. I was like, ah! Uh, <laughs> um, because again, like these kind of sicknesses or these kind of things don't just go away once you're a vampire or a cannibal. You That is what mm. you do. Ask Army Hammer. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, God. That's some real life shit. Have you guys heard of the game Vampire? But like V-A-M-P-Y-R? I've game. heard of it, but no, I've never played it. Yeah, you know, I'm not a big gamer, but I've heard of it. It's um, it's a good game. Um, I haven't finished it, but I've started over like three or four times. But it's um RPG, and you play as a vampire who was once a doctor, I believe. And so you have like, I mean, obviously, to be a doctor, you have to have a strong moral compass, right? Mm-hmm. And your care, you have to navigate through the game. And, um, like, you obviously, since you're a vampire, you have to eat to survive, but you have to be strategic and you get to choose, like, uh, you know, depending on wherever your moral compass is, where it lies on the scale, like, what is appropriate for you to, or who, I guess, is appropriate for you to eat and who's not. Mm. And, you know, those decisions can impact your gameplay later down the line if, you know, eating a doctor, whereas eating a you know, homeless person down the street. If, you know, you think that it's just cool to kill a homeless person, like that might come back and bite you in the ass later. Maybe that doctor's crazy. I don't know. It's a, it's a tough game because the, the decisions that you have to make really do like, um, kind of attack your your tree you know if you're playing an RPG, like you got to build out your tree and stuff. It's interesting. Um, interesting part of the game. I love when they put like ethical, tough, ethical decisions in, in media just makes everything a little bit more complicated. And I could fuck with that. I do too. It sounds fun. Um, 
but it's also something I could see somebody making a mistake on. I could see someone totally like trying to totally. do what homeless people think they're doing the service and like, wait, that makes me evil? Yes, you son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. it's, like, it's like, I forgot where it was. I think it was in Chicago when they started playing Baby Shark um, around that one building over and over to deter homelessness and putting spikes on the benches and all that shit. Oh, I'm my like, goodness. The evilness no. of it all. No. Um, people are foul. People are yes. fucking foul. <laughs> I don't want to be here no more. <laughs> You've had enough. <laughs> Give me into the sun. Or eat me bones and all. I don't know anymore. Yeah. <laughs> eat me bones and all. That Tragic. could accidentally no. be... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. That very sexual. Was... <laughs> you, read, you read my mind. Yeah. Listen. Oh, of course. Of course. <laughs> of course. Timmy Chandelier is legal now. To, oh my god I thought you were going to say Timmy Chopper style And I was going to knock this computer <laughs> off I, I, I wouldn't be able to take it I thought about Timmy Chopper suit But I was like I don't I don't. Let's, let's, let's behave Let's behave Oh my god oh, behave. I was going to say um, After Bones and All came out So Bones and All came out And then I think the menu was right after yep. Or they were like right in On top of One after the other and I did watch the trailer and I'm like, oh, you know, another cannibal movie. I was a little disappointed that the menu was not a cannibal movie because I was like positive. I was positive it was going to be a cannibal movie. Um, I still like the outcome, but um, I, I was sure. I thought it was going to be another Eat the Rich situation because we have so many Eat the Rich situations. I'm like, yes. let's see what they do this time. John Leguizamo is going to be here. We ate nobody. We we off some people and it was creative. The kill. Well, yeah, they were fun. Not creative so much, but fun. I would give them fun. Um, and I did want a cheeseburger afterwards. Mm-hmm. I'm done. I, I, the certain I want a cheeseburger I can't, right I can't, now. I can't eat certain things while watching things like that scene in Scream where they gutted Stephen Orth. I can't eat chili while watching that because it, oh. you know, I don't, it, it's just, it's a lot. I'm a sick girl. Um, but also I used to watch Supernatural when it aired and it was during my dinner. So I just be like, oh, there goes a gut explosion. Sipping her soup. Let me go too far. Can you watch uh, Uncle Gooey while eating like a buffet or something? That's Grandpa different. Gooey, I meant. That's Grandpa different. Gooey. Yeah. David Cronenberg is a wild boy. I, that's different. You can't do nothing when that's on. You gotta sit there and just like think about your choices. <laughs> is my therapist on standby? Listen, I just like I really come here to watch these movies. I do this to myself, and she's like, "I'm slurping this baby. I just pulled from my gut." And like, Grandpa Gooey, why, why? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Wait, that's too funny. All right, so I have this cookbook, right? And um. Fun fact about me, I really like to cook. I have a lot of cookbooks. And this one that I have in my hands right now is called Horror Caviar. And it's the A24 cookbook. And there's a bunch of recipes that are inspired by horror movies in here. So I wanted to read a couple. Because they're really like, if you were, well, this one's interesting. Let's see what they have for raw. Y'all know that since we were talking about cannibals. There is a. I made Trent watch Titan or Titan um, last week for the first time. That was your first time. His first time. This was my third time because I'm a fool. Oh, lady. oh, oh. Um, he never <laughs> seen it because I I gave him the option of that or Raw, and he was like, I, I don't think Raw is my thing, so let's do Titan. I'm like, you don't know what that's about. Oh. <laughs> what? Wait. So you saying? said Raw's not your thing? 
he said raw was not his thing because he was like, oh, cannibals. I don't know. Oh, um, but I'm like, my Tatane or Tatana, whatever you want to call her, she had her fucking cars and getting wild. And so, like, she just you should just watch the cannibalism. You should just watch the cannibalism. <laughs> to, it don't get wilder than I didn't know it was Tatan. I've, I've been saying Titan this whole time, but we all were. the I chainsaw hadn't. words got me together last year because somebody said it right, and I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I hate when that happens, especially because like <laughs> we're constantly talking about horror movies. So I'm like, how many times have I been on somebody's shit saying Titan? I think I have a whole video saying Titan. You can cut to the tapes. I've said Titan 90 billion times um, <laughs> on everybody's show. I'm like, I just saw this movie Titan, written and directed by a woman. Titan, 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 Titan. And bitches are like, what you talking about? Titan, Titan. <laughs> I forgot already. I'm from Missouri. I'm not meant for words. Um, I just learned how to read. This she year. literally just learned how to read this <laughs> year. I learned to read this year because Brenda Gulish wrote a book, and so I had to learn. Like I can't also learn how to speak. That's too much. It's hard. <laughs> you know what um, name I struggle with if I don't slow down? And the, the girls on TikTok got me out of here because they were like, "For Jesus Christ!" And the, I started deleting comments. Um, the the man who wrote American Psycho, I, I, it's Brett Easton Ellis. I, think it's Easton. I guess. Okay. All right. No. Like I, I have like weird. I should have gotten a speech path as a child, but we were poor, and so what is that? Because there are words where I, I think I'm saying them differently, but I'm not. Like Christian and Christian, and I'm like, they're different, but they're I not. Hear, when I say them, I can hear it. what? I, it's like my last name. Like somebody was like, is it, is it Kenny or Kenny? And I'm like, huh? Like there's, it's like that. It's so nuanced, <laughs> you barely hear it. Yeah, no, like there's like Christian, which is the C H R I S T I A N, and then there's Christian, which is like K R I S T E N. And I say, I cannot, whatever's going on in my mouth will not differentiate. (laughs) And so I just, I stop using that name. If that's somebody's name, I go for their last name. I go for that, hey girl, hey you, um, hi to kids. (laughs) Um, hey Volvo, I see you. If I know the car, I I can't, I've stopped with that name because I'm tired of people reading me. Yeah, and if it's uh, Kristen Stewart, just say Bella. Listen, <laughs> yeah. I don't talk about her. Ooh! <laughs> this escalated very quickly. Liz, she knows what she's done. <laughs> it's a... Okay. What? I had to take five minutes to figure out how to pronounce this word. But <laughs> this is like, this is some real fine dining in this cookbook. And I just want to say, for as much as I love to cook, the shit in this cookbook is, like, very, very complicated, okay? So the the recipe that was inspired by Raw is a meat PTA, PTVA, which um, is a French word for meat pie. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yes. Are you serious? Maybe like, yes. let's make it fancy. Meat PTVA. And uh, sorry, listeners, but here's a picture of it, y'all. Meat pie with some, oh. like, hair oh. in it. Mm. You know? Mm-mm. A little bit of uh, juice. <laughs> like, I just... Nah. I like how they made meat pie fancy. They're like, meat we're not pie. basic. Mrs. Love it. <laughs> All right, listen to this. My dish is inspired by the drama of exploring and discovering one's identity in the 2016 film *Broad* and the movie *Two Daughters*. Blah 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 blah. Ooh. It's uh, there's sweet potato in there. Actually, there is. It's a pork filling, but there is also a vegetarian option. <laughs> Excuse you. That's insane. It is. That's insane. 
I would love to be able to be this fancy. I would love to see um, what's the name of the comedian who was in the menu, the the main guy. Oh, um, yeah. Ralph. Fine. Something. Yes, yes. Yeah. I would love to see him like take some recipes out of here because there's some really good shit I... that um, I won't be able to do in my 200 square foot apartment. I don't cook but. and I don't clean, but I do want that book anyways. Uh, <laughs> it's a beautiful book. It is a beautiful book. Like for hey, that. Uh, oh, sorry, sorry. Go ahead. I would say for that, I would do just vibes because I can't cook. <laughs> no cooking. One step closer vibes. to corrupting you into my style of horror taste. One step closer. <laughs> you just said you won vibes. Next, uh, <laughs> next milestone, Mia Goff. Me looking at the picture, uh -oh. trying to decide we're doing my fourth book. No, never Mia. Never Mia. You keep your own Mia Goth over there. <laughs> She's Mama Mia to me. <laughs> but no. No. There we go again. What? <laughs> Zero, Mama I was going to say, Mia. what is your favorite recipe that you, because you've cooked a few of those in there then since you like to cook or you haven't started the adventure yet. And if you don't, you oh, not in these. There's, um, I was thinking about it, like maybe doing it on Twitch. Because yeah. there's a big, like cooking community on Twitch, I was thinking. Um, I do have another cookbook that I've actually tried from. It's a Walking Dead cookbook. But Ooh. honestly, Ooh. this is going to be a project taking anything naturally, just because you know how A24 is, Mr. Uh, above and Beyond over here. A lot of it, like, I don't, I don't know what a Negroni is. Oh, that's a drink. It's a drink, yeah. Wait a minute. There's that's a Death by Temptation. Death by Temptation Negroni, which sounds pretty cool. Screenshot that. I'm gonna do that um, for my birthday. What? <laughs> oh my god, yo! There's a uh, for possession. Y'all know the movie Possession. Yeah. A white chocolate mousse in walnut to uh, tort tart. That's probably like all the uh, the pus that's coming out of Home Girl at the end when she's throwing herself around in the subway. Yeah. Y'all know what I'm that. talking about? Don't ruin yeah. that. It was it was a sexy dessert, and then you like had to remind us where it came from. <laughs> <laughs> No, you did react in real time though, Shrey. Because then when you first we heard the beginning, I said you are, oh yeah, and then she said that you are, oh. Yeah, oh. <laughs> I was like, I'm listening. It's like, no, it's good. What about a Eve's Bayou red palm fruit shepherd's pie? Yes. What's the red palm? Mm. Um, I, is that a fruit? Red palm, red palm fruit. I don't I'm eat fruits or vegetables, so I don't know. Listen, what? not in this economy. Get out of here. <laughs> in this economy? <laughs> like, I can't afford fruits and vegetables or to live forever. Like, it's fine. <laughs> Look, it's just part of the it's just part of the uh, struggle, baby. It is what Listen. it is. <laughs> Listen, I'm like, unplug me immediately. They're like, ma'am, this was a sprained wrist. I'm like, I said unplug me. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Not off the screen, not off of a, a wrist. I need you to stop it right now. I think it's literally red. Because I'm seeing a lot of grapes. Okay, I, that makes sense. Because grapes do make red wine, which I drink a lot of. She knows about that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of pies. Wait, this is shepherd's pie. That's like also like, oh, that's the same thing. Right, I've yeah. never had a shepherd's pie. I don't know what that is. You've never been to Trader Joe's? I got one from the frozen food aisle. Even I've never, yo, no. I love Trader Joe. The Trader Joe's shepherd's pie got me together because I was like, I'm not gonna make a pie, and they were like, "Bitch, step on in." 
Um, Trader Step Joe's. on in. What's with it with horror heads and meat pies? There's like six meat pie recipes in this book. We got Sweeney Todd. <laughs> Listen, we like meaty, crusty things. We, <laughs> we like when you just take all the organs and then just wrap them up into a little package. Nice and right? neat. You know, mixed cannibalism is so easy. Some fiber beans, some Chianti, like just. <laughs> mm. I, I, thank you. But um, that listen, I think that was the moment as a child became gay. Like the moment that the fiber beans and a kid, I was like, oh, what? I don't know what I, I don't know what I'm feeling, but it's I something. I did not understand until a rewatch last year that like um, Hannibal Lecter taught me how the library should be open because the second she walks in, he's like, your cheap shoes and your cheap Payless bag and I can smell your cunt, your bitch. And I'm like, Hannibal, whoa, it's our first day on the job. <laughs> and <laughs> I can't agree more. And I didn't see it as a youth, obviously, because I was so like, my mind was so blown by Buffalo Bill like that. Like, it just it, it blinded out everything else. But as an adult looking at the nuances, oh yes, oh yes, he read her for filth. Like she, she didn't stand a chance the moment she hit that corner. Listen, that's why I think that <laughs> Mr. Hopkins should be a drag race guest in character, so that way he can show how to do a library challenge. The girls. That's a re- that's a concept. Listen. I would I would like that a lot actually. Listen. Um, if Rue is listening, that idea is stolen, so we'll see it soon. Um, if Rue is not listening, I'm for hire. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, one of the movies on my list uh, is Scare Me because I can't not have a pizza and a beer when I watch that movie. And so I had to stop watching that movie because I was just ordering pizzas. And It's literally a pizza and beer movie. It's a call and yeah. response. Like, it's a call response. When Chris Red shows up, if you don't have a pizza and on your third beer, are you even watching the movie? No. Disrespectful. I'm not not correctly, at least. It's disrespectful. I would never <laughs> shame Mr. Ruben by not having a pizza and a beer while watching this movie. <laughs> I'm so happy you hit me to that movie. I've watched it so many it's so times. Good. It's so good. It's so good. That's how you do your first feature. I just, not to be that girl, but like, this is a top queen. <laughs> And I seen a lot of bottom queens last year and this year. And what I you need gotta bottom queens. See, let me go ahead and call out real quick. Log out. Go ahead and log out for me, Brian. Thanks. <laughs> Somebody thought they were gonna be safe and they were not. Hmm. <laughs> I think what do y'all put on your pizza? Sorry, random. Um I just, I, it's really basic. I just like pepperoni, but like if I'm going balls against the wall, then like olives, jalapenos, um, mm. definitely cut up tomatoes and shit like that. Um, yeah. Anything spicy. I like to sweat when I'm eating. It reminds me I'm alive. Listen, I'm a meaty girl. Like if you put meat in the title of the pizza, it's coming home with me. Um, no questions asked. <laughs> like, I'm just like, oh, these are the meats. Okay. Um, I don't like Canadian bacon too much, but like when I want to feel a little bit healthier, like an adult, I'll do a simple pepperoni and jalapenos because that's a vegetable on my pizza. Um, listen. <laughs> a vegetable. Listen. I'm gonna live forever. <laughs> oh my God. Yo, so I bring it up because one of my favorite pizza places in the city is called Two Boots Pizza. There's a couple locations, but it originated um, in the West Village. And they have, they're like specialty pizza. 
Um, so they, you know, they have the classic slice, but they're like known for their, their wonky stuff. Cause it's uh they call it two boots. Cause it's like Italy is the first boot. And then uh, Louisiana is the second boot. And they like mix those flavors together, which is pretty cool. And uh, for some reason they are like obsessed with John Waters in there. And it, like the pizza place, like I have to bring you guys when you guys come and visit me. Lots of vegan options too. Um, but it's all funky in there. And they have a slice that is named after Divine. Y'all know Divine? Yay. Yeah. Yes. I'm trying to find it right now. Um, the like, Divine. I like when places um, do cool stuff with the names of the foods. Because like anybody could be like, this is another sandwich, bitch. But when you're like, this is the Kevin Bacon LT. Or whatever. <laughs> I'm like, I'm listening. Ooh, right? That's terrible. <laughs> All right. So I, listen to this. <laughs> I listen to this. Okay. We've loved John Waters since seeing a midnight show with Pink Flamingos in the 70s and even more after he autographed his book for us, See You in Hell. This pie, spicy, meaty, and well, divine, is an homage to John's much limited late great muse. And it's got a, a bunch of meat on it, red onions, lots of jalapenos. Sound appetizing? It does to me. I want it. Uh, I want a pizza. I might have to find a way to watch Scare Me and have order a pizza, even though I need to stop ordering food because I started again um, and it's a slippery slope. <laughs> slippery slope. It's true. It is. It's like Pringles. Once you pop, you can't stop. And when you do hey. stop, Uber Eats um, is like, are you okay? Are you okay? We haven't heard from you today. And I'm like, girl, I'm thinking about life together. There's like, here's a coupon. I'm like, damn it. Okay. I'm like, damn. I'm hungry now. I'm, I'm so like, hungry. do I go to Trader Joe's and get myself a meat pie? Yes. And my, yo, guys, I, I love Sweeney Todd. I really do. I know that we feel Thank some you. type of way about Timmy. Like, but like the 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 source material, you know, like yeah. the movie is great, and I really have to rewatch the movie because I had no idea that our boy was in it. Um, Jamie, Jamie Campbell Bauer, Jamie Campbell, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just but, that just went right over my head. But also, it opens on Broadway soon this month, actually. Or view uh, listeners, it's still February right now. But Sweeney Todd opens on Broadway this month, and I am really considering going that's my jam at one of the cons recently somebody asked jamie to sing the song from sweeney todd and his voice is different and he's like no i'm sorry that's back when he was young because like there there's a cutoff for jamie's voice like it's a hard sharp whatever the fuck it's like an axe comes down because he's all like out here and it's up here and it's very placebo and news and it's everything's wonderful and it's gonna be fine and now he's here in his 30s and he's a witch king and his voice is deeper than mine and i'm like what happened what what happened (laughs) that movie came out in 2007 Jesus, he was a child. He was a child. Kindergarten. What? It doesn't even feel like it was that long ago. I also love Sweeney Todd quite a bit, but I, you beat me right to it. I was about to say, shit, Timmy don't own that. That thing is old. That thing is yeah, old. He Listen, the music I, though, I can sing the whole thing, like literally the whole thing. What's your favorite? I song will. From it? I think my favorite probably, song. Yeah. What's yours? You go first. Mine is definitely these are my friends. See yes. how they glisten. 
It's just so dramatic. It's uh, I literally do that every morning before I shave. So it's like a ritual. <laughs> oh, oh, oh my god. You're too much. I think uh mine has to be the worst pies in London. That's fine. Yeah. These yeah. have got to be the worst pies in London because there's human meat because there is human meat and you fools are too dumb to notice. Listen, or is human meat just better than beef? I don't know. I'm about Maybe. to say Maybe. it's possible. It's organic. We know how organic means something. Taco Bell, so I'm probably delicious. Got some people in there. You know that. I was about to say, we, we probably had human meat if we because no. Taco Bell. There's some holes in that bell. There's some holes in, in that, that bell. In my burrito. Seven days a week. <laughs> Certified meat. <laughs> Don't ask no questions. I, I saw the kind of cute when in uh, season three of you when they called her. I forgot who called her Mrs. Lovett, but I, I literally was like, that is a really funny parallel. I didn't even put it together that she is a cook. Who's like a murderer at the same time, but she ain't putting no people in pies, so they need to I, calm down. I kept waiting. I was like, "Love Queen, if you don't put somebody in a pie, and unfortunately, we won't know." But we should definitely start wrapping this one up. Oh yeah, sure. well, take us okay. out. I'm hungry, and I still haven't eaten today. So, um, and Knox came and told me he needed his walk, so it's actually perfect timing. Um, <laughs> the last one I'll just say we won't have to talk about it, but y'all like to slide past my little musicals, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Also, never mm. seen it. It's Should literally I? the best horror movie ever. Yes, tell her, Sheree. Tell her. I found out that there's Attack of the Killer Tomatoes, and then there's Return of the Attack of the Killer Tomatoes with George Clooney. And so I had them mixed George up. George Clooney. Right? Because I knew he was in it, but I went to hit play on the first one because I was like, George Clooney in this. I'm like, wait, this ain't right. And so I Googled, he was in the sequel. So I watched the sequel as a child and had lied to myself about watching the original. But aside from my joke and zeros, you know, you can you can save your time. I'm 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 playing around tremendously. Okay. Right, exactly. Tomatoes come for people. <laughs> and it's a musical, so you know. Okay. All right. Yeah. Just watch the blob. You. <laughs> Just watch the blob <laughs> with a ball of sriracha next to you. It's, it's I'm similar. screaming. I'm oh crying. my god, take us out. Take us out right <laughs> now. Well, everyone, um, I think we stayed fairly on topic this time. We deserve five <laughs> yeah. stars of a rating for that. And a review. Um, if you if you have some time, we appreciate y'all. And come talk to us on social media at Bloody Massacre. And until next time, eat something spooky, spicy, and not human meat. So don't go to Taco Bell. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>